0: Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I'm Brennan C. Adams, and this is episode 398. And in this episode, we're going to the next chapter of my book, which is The Power of Podcasting. You know, podcasting must be doing something right for me because if I didn't have success through doing podcasting, I mean, I I guess I wouldn't be doing this podcast show almost 400 episodes in over four years doing this. And in this chapter, I talk about the power of having a podcast show, how to utilize it, to build your brand, to build your influence, to build connections, to do business deals, to make more money, to, to build your own audience, and so on and so on and so on. And also how it's helped me with communication and, and so many other areas. And it, just for myself, even if I didn't publish it to the world, what it's done for me just recording these episodes, and I'm really excited for you to learn about what I've learned and how you can apply it to your own business with creating a podcast show. Even if you don't have a million listeners or whatever your listener count is, heck, if you have 10 listeners, that's still powerful. Podcasting is still a great way to build your brand and build your influence online and to reach a lot of people. Heck, we're just getting started. I mean, there's a lot of podcast shows out there, but there's so much opportunity. So in this chapter, you're going to learn about how I've used podcasting for some big business deals, uh, what I've done with podcasting, and and why it's still going on today. If you uh, if you haven't sent me an email yet and, and just given me feedback about this book so far, The Journey in Entrepreneurship, please do. Send me an email. Again, my email is Brandon at BrandonTAdams.com. Let me know what you think, and also follow me on social media. All my handles are BrandonTAdams.com. You can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, you name it. I'm on there, Twitter. Uh, Where I'm going to be most active is Instagram and also Instagram stories every day. You can see inside my life everything I'm doing, and I'm sharing knowledge every single day. Be sure to connect, follow me, message me, and let's have a conversation. So let's jump into the power of podcasting. Let's get started. Chapter 8, The Power of Podcasting. How to utilize your podcast show to build your audience, connections, and ability to make more money. Chapter 8 The Power of Podcasting and How You Can Use It to Help Grow Your Business and Gain More Exposure. So, podcasting has been a big part of my life for the past couple of years. And which led me to not only doing one show, but three different podcast shows, from the University of Young Entrepreneurs to Keys to the Crowd and then also Ambitious Adventures, which ties in with our TV show, Ambitious Adventures. I believe podcasting has so many benefits to it beyond just making money. It's getting your name out there. It's helping you become a better speaker. It's helping you connect with people. It's helping you do business deals. It's helping you become a better writer. And the list goes on and on and on. And now for podcasting with me, it's become something that I love to do. There's dozens of recordings that I have that I have not shared with the world that maybe someday I'll bring out with me speaking my thoughts and just as an entrepreneur and some of the things I go through and sometimes wondering if I'm crazy or what it is, but podcasting, I mean, I love it. So... How do you, the big question is like, why launch a podcast show? What what happens once you launch a podcast show? How do you monetize off of it? And what are the strategies to use it for your business? So when I first started with podcasting, the reason why I got into podcasting is because quite honestly, I got tired of going to coffee meetings. Everybody wanted to pick my brain. This is I started the University of Young Entrepreneurs podcast show February 9th of 2015. And prior to that, everybody wanted to pick my brain on business, on how to pitch products, on Inventing products at that time I was a developer Arctic stick So I had paid for the education to learn how To do CAD drawings And and, um, for manufacturing And everything else which I'll share in another chapter But I I wanted a way To monetize that I wanted to be able to direct People to do that and I didn't want to go to coffee meetings Every single day because eventually you get tired Of people saying hey can I pick your brain And podcasting is actually A way for you nicely to Basically ask hey can I pick your brain by coming On my show so I started the podcast show University of Young Achievers on February 9th, 2015. And I launched because I wanted to build my audience. I wanted to build an audience to, to communicate to. I wanted to be able to direct people to my show so I didn't have to meet with them with coffee meetings. And also, I wanted to promote Arctic Stick because Arctic Stick had yet to come on the market, but I knew if I created shows and created my own sponsorship, I could get visibility for Arctic Stick. And then when it did hit the market, those shows would always be there. They'd be there for life. And I didn't want to pay. I mean, it's expensive to pay for marketing, especially when you're starting out. You need to learn how to bootstrap because if you would pay every different marketing outlet, if you want to pay sponsorship for radio, for TV, for podcasts, everything else, like it adds up and you just don't have the dollars starting out. So for me, I'm like, why not create my own marketing outlet? Why not just create something where I can promote? So at the beginning of my shows, if you check them out on iTunes, University Young Entrepreneurs, go to episode one, how to turn your idea into reality and at the beginning of the show, I say, uh, I'll be first before we start the show, I want to thank our sponsor, Arctic Stick. Arctic Stick has used the, a new, innovative device to cool and flavor your bottled beverage, and also to transport flavored liquids. Thanks to our sponsor. Go check them out, ArcticStick.com. That's A-R-C-T-I-C-S-T-I-C-K.com. Now let's get started. And that's how I started my shows in the beginning. And I was promoted, and yet the product wasn't even on the market, but I knew that I'd be there for life. Some people thought it was crazy, but for me, I just knew, hey, someday it would help. But Arctic Stick, which I didn't know at that time, would lead me to different things. When I first started with podcasting, my very first episode, It took me literally an entire day to write out exactly what the show would be like. At that time, I didn't do a prompt to like I do here for everything else. But it was something that I had wrote out and I read from my computer. Literally word for word about the show. And then at that time, I didn't even know anything about editing. I used GarageBand. I would upload my audio to GarageBand. I had a blue mic that I used and a stand. And I'd hook them up to my Zoom H6, which allowed me to record up to four different mics and uh, to plug into that, and then after I get done, I put the SD card in my computer, get the audio, and edit in GarageBand. I literally, at the beginning, was so subconscious, like I, I wanted to take out every um and the and everything like that. I literally, like, I think the first show I had, 150 different edits in a 45 minute to hour show and it was crazy like I my first show I'm like wow this is this is hard and when I when I launched it and put that out there I didn't do like I should have done. Like, If you're going to launch a podcast show, and all these mistakes I made, I actually created a whole accelerator program around podcasting that, that teaches people how to launch their podcast show, do it right, and how to make money with it. But when I launched, I didn't have that. And I launched with no shows in the bank. I just launched with one show, and literally every single week, I would have to fight to get another show. I My show was supposed to go every Tuesday. I'd do a 10-minute Tuesday, and every Thursday, I'd have a guest on my show. And that's what I did. So I launched, uh, Burn the Bridges, went forward, I didn't think anything of it and I did different, did something different than what most people wasn't weren't doing. I would actually travel two people all over the country and set up my mics in their office and record the shows with them. And I've done that for all the country. I went over to Columbus, Ohio and interviewed Chris Hawker of Trident Design on inventing the products and taking the market, and also crowdfunding at the time. He was my inspiration for doing crowdfunding. And I I remember sitting in his office and we set up the mics and recorded right there just to get 45 minutes to an hour of his time. I drove all the way to Columbus, Ohio from Des Moines, Iowa to get time with him. And then I drove down to Lawrenceville Georgia I actually I did a whole podcasting tour at the beginning so I went down Lawrenceville Georgia interviewed Noah McNeely of, of Slingshot Product Development Group, who had helped me take Stick to market. And I interviewed him about taking products to market and the manufacturing side of things. So I interviewed him right in his office in Lawrenceville, Georgia. And then I also went over to, to uh, Bentonville, Arkansas, where I interviewed Matt Pfeiffer with Selling to the Masses, where he talked about how to take products to Walmart and take them to retail outlets and developing products. And then I went to another place in Bentonville, Arkansas, where I interviewed Jim Benton and he talked about manufacturing and how manufacturing is coming back to the U.S. and not so much in China, where I interviewed him there. And then I even went out to California and interviewed people for different shows. And I, I, I traveled all over the country for my show and literally set up these mics. I don't know how many people have done this, but this is what I did at the beginning to stand out in the crowd to get my shows up. So that established myself. And then within eight weeks of doing this and being consistent, with all the mistakes I made, I still made top 50 most influential new business podcasts on iTunes within eight weeks of launching, which was a great honor at the time. It was like, wow, this is cool. Like, I, I know what I'm doing somewhat, and I'm actually getting exposure for my podcast show. And I got new and noteworthy, which helped jump up my downloads and more exposure. But the things I've learned in podcasting is priceless. And going back on now, like I tell people, start a podcast show. It has so many benefits to it that can help you in business. And for me, it helps you with so many other companies now for leveraging business deals. Hey, somebody might sponsor our, our young entrepreneur convention because the, the thing that would put it over is like, hey, I will have you come on my podcast show and promote to my listeners. And that might make them sponsor $10,000, $20,000 just because they get the opportunity experience to come on my show and I've always used my podcast show as a way to leverage different audiences to to help add more value to people and, and to make more money. so let's go into the main uh, things of podcasting and what it can do for you After for me, I've done over 200 podcast shows that I've aired through university entrepreneurs with with keys of the crowd with with uh, ambitious adventures and I've went on over hundred shows myself to be a guest to get more exposure and, and promote to different audiences. so it's now my first rodeo. podcasting has become a big part of my life but the first one is your network of influence so when you become a podcaster you are an influencer you are an influencer you become of the industry and everybody that comes on your show, you are associated with them. You're associated with them and you're seen as an expert. And you get to, when you, they come on your show and, and they, they interview with you, you, you get to actually have them share the show with their audience. So you're tapping into their audiences and, and it's a great experience. For me at the beginning, it was a great way. I got a podcast show. Instead of you saying it, like I said before, everybody would be like, hey, can I pick your brain? Well, now it's like me basically not saying, hey, can I pick your brain? But I would say, hey how would you like to come on my podcast show and I would promote you to my audience and these are big influencers and really it's a nice way of saying hey can you come on my show and I can ask any question I want for an hour and pick your brain and that's what I did so I had people such as John Lee Dumas, Kevin Harrington and Jake Paul and the list goes on all these people that came on my show where I got to spend an hour with them and ask them anything I wanted about the expertise in their industry so I was basically picking their brain and these people would charge, I mean, we're talking even thousands of dollars an hour to do consulting with somebody. And for me, I got it for free. And I got to learn from them because I was promoting them to my audience and doing a favor for them. And it's it just, again, a great way to tap into new audiences and to add value to influencers and, and to be associated with them and to be able to ask them any questions you want. And one of the great experiences, so another thing, it's when you add value to others, you can get more in return. And for me, anybody that comes to my show, I'm adding value to them. I would talk with them. And one great example is I had Lewis Foreman come on my podcast show back in 2000. And In the summer 2015, he or early spring 2015, he came on my show. He talked about product design and engineering and his firm Inventees, his Emmy award-winning TV show with Inventees, and then also licensing and more. And he talked about everything in that field, which is great knowledge, especially with me being the inventor of the Arctic Stick. But at the end of the show, like I said, hey, like I'm glad you came on the show. You added a lot of value to my audience. And he mentioned he had. A magazine, and he said, "I got this magazine, Inventors Digest, and it's a 32-year-old, 32-year-old publication devoted to the top topic of American innovation." And hey, if you uh, send me a message, maybe we could get a story with you or something about Arctic Stick. So instantly, I saw an opportunity. Like always, I take opportunities. So literally, within an hour after that show, I sent him everything I had, all the photos built up is I always build up photos for things in case I use it in the future for publicity. And I sent them uh, some great pictures I had professionally done from modeling, which I was doing modeling at the time to make money on the side. And I sent them everything. And literally I did the work for the publication to make their life easier. And then within a week I got a call from their main editor and they interviewed me for an hour and we talked about everything. And I told them about my story with Artics everything I'd done. I, I back in my mind I thought wow this story is great like this could be a potential like front cover story and I I didn't really say much about it further but I I thought wow this could be something turn out it came out in the July issue of Inventor's Digest, that that turned into me getting on the cover in Inventor's Digest. And that day I'll never forget because it was like one great surreal moment for me because I just got done going on TV in, in Phoenix, Arizona. I was on NBC 12, and I got a call from a company out of Florida in the news, and they said, Hey, we see you're on the cover of Inventor's Digest here, and would you like to have a plaque? And then I'm like, Wow. Did I really make it? And they sent me the, the article, I looked it up, and as I just got off TV, and I'm sitting there, and I found out I made the cover of Inventors Digest, a national publication magazine, I knew my life had changed forever, and that it was one of the, the overnight successes I had been working for, which happened because of podcasting. And it was just such a surreal moment for me, emotional, and I was so happy, I'm like, wow, this this really does work, and it all started because I followed up with somebody with podcasting that came to my show, and I I just turned into an opportunity for me. I did a favor for Lewis Foreman in return, he offered to do a favor for me, and it ended up me getting the cover of Inventors Digest, which. It cost me no money at all, and talk about the amount of marketing dollars for that, it's priceless. The exposure and everything, it's instant credibility, all because I had him come on my podcast show, and I offered value to him, in return, he gave value to me, and I went on the covers of magazine, which there's many other stories with that, but next one, let's go into how it helps you become a better writer. Now, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not the best writer in school, I actually got like a D in English class in college, and I wasn't the best at writing, but I loved speaking, and speaking is a time for me to talk about topics in my industry, um, for hosting different shows, and help me get clarity of thought and develop new creative ideas that have helped me with my writing. And Again, like I talked before, I've I've created plenty of recordings where I never even put out there to the public, but it helps me figure out and find my voice, and to make my my stories and my communication more organized into bullet points in my head and when I speak I become a better speaker, but when you become a better speaker and you know how to organize your thoughts, you become a better writer with organize your writing and also it can allow you to write a book. I mean, it gave me the ability to, to write the book, Keys to the Crowd, Unlocking the Power of Crowdfunding, and now with this book as well and also other books and doing blogs every single week because podcasting was the beginning of it, it helped me find my voice, which led me to becoming a better Their speaker, and then also even for creating books, what you can do is you—it makes it much easier when when you record your voice, record your podcast shows, everything else, and then have it transcribed, and then from there you can actually have more of a start, a jump start on writing your book, which you can turn that into the book itself versus you looking at a blank screen and just hoping that um, you can come up with ideas, which is very hard and i am done, but it gives you more of a foundation to work off of for writing a book and becoming a bestseller. So record it, transcribe it, and turn it into a book. And that's another way to write and become a better writing podcast is a great way to do it. So the next one. Free advice from legends. Now, after... Having people such as Joel Brown, Forbes Riley, Kevin Harrington, Ryan Stewart, Jake Paul, Jay Bear, Kayla Maddox, and many, many more on my show, celebrities, influencers from all over the world on my show, uh, I've been able, like I said before, to get free advice from these influencers, and it's like my sneaky way of getting free advice, target advice on anything you want to know, and I have total control over the questions that I ask, uh, and I get to basically lead the conversation exactly where I want to go, and some of the people on my shows have shared things that they never share anywhere else because I get it out there and it's like, it's fun for them. And for me, it's like, wow, I can't believe you just said that. And for me, I learned more about entrepreneurs and I learn what makes them tick and how they think and it helps me become a better entrepreneur through it and the advice that they give me. And entrepreneurs, high entrepreneur, high level entrepreneurs do not have time to waste. And the best way is like, hey, let's just have you come on my podcast show. And from there, we can kill two birds, with one stone, get to know each other. I'll have you, you basically promote to my audience so you're getting exposure to sell your own things and we're, we're getting it all done at once versus us just wasting time for 10 or 15 minutes to to do a conversation and get to know each other even, even me anymore when people want to talk to me and they have a podcast show or something I say hey let's uh, let's kill two birds with one stone make it well worth our while and I'll just jump on your show you can get to know me better we can promote your audience and value your audience and we get a lot done at once versus me just doing a call with you get to know each other and I mean I get that every single day so I like to get the most done and in one shot. So again, when you when you start your own podcast show, you're able to connect with influencers, you're able to ask them any questions you want, and it leads to other deals. And that's where it leads into the next opportunity where podcasting is powerful. The actual business deals you know i at the end of every show or during the show i'm trying to find a way to make a business deal with the people on the show either to sell them something that i'm offering or offer my value what i can add to them to be able to lead to something to work with them in some way and i've done that many times with clint arthur clint arthur from the celebrity Launchpad. i've been able to go with him and, and go to his event to learn how to get on tv across the country and i've done it for you look at lewis foreman who got it on his magazine and many other people. But one of the big, unique and ones that stands out to me is when I had John Lee Dumas come on my podcast show and uh, I was sitting in a garage waiting to go on an actual show like an hour later, but I was, I was interviewing him on Skype through uh, in California on Skype, on my computer and interviewed John Lee Dumas and I, I interviewed him but at the end of the show I always offer like hey how I can help him and I said hey John Lee Dumas I'm like hey bud great show I appreciate everything you're doing if you ever want me to bring offer, or value to your audience I could definitely talk about crowdfunding I plan to be the top crowdfunding influencer and celebrity in my industry and I'm the only person in the world that goes on TV across the country and promotes local crowdfunding campaigns Anyway I can help you if I can take, help you with taking the product to market or crowdfunding let me know i'm here to help you well literally did i know like i I didn't realize that he was going planning a crowdfunding campaign on kickstarter and he never done it before and right away he's like hey you know i might take you up on your services what do you know a week later, we jump on a call, and we started the process of planning a book launch, and he said he had this idea for a book called The Freedom Journal to set and accomplish your goals, and I loved everything he's doing, and he's like, well, let's do this together. Instantly, I took that opportunity and started work with him, and that was back, so the end of the first week in August, and then we planned August, September, October, November, December, we planned everything out for creating the Freedom Journal Kickstarter campaign and worked through. That. and I also that got me the ability to go on his show to promote to his audience over a million listeners led me to go on his show another two, three times, making it three times, four times actually now on his show, promoting to his audience. But that deal alone, from me getting him as a client to work with him, that ended up us launching the Freedom Journal January 4th of 2016. We ended up raising almost $500,000, almost a half a million dollars, which made it the sixth largest crowdfunding campaign in history for a book. And now with us launching the massive Mastery Journal, which the Mastery Journal is another component of that book to try to break the record of Eric Reese, which has $588,000 that he has raised for his book, The Lean Startup. We're looking to break that with the Mastery Journal and raise over 600 grand, hopefully, raise a million with the book. But that all happened from podcasting I made an actual business deal I offered my value to John Lee Dumas how I could help them and when you tell somebody what you can do for them and when they know what you can do they're going to come to you and that turned us to doing one of the largest book launches in history and it turned into what will be now a seven figure business deal because of podcasting how can you put on a price to that it's amazing what that has been able to do for me and my business and everything else that I have done so how to it end out like podcasting it's, it's a game changer. It is for me, and my business, and it'll work for yours too. And anything you want to know about podcasting, we work with this. I actually do a podcasting accelerator where we teach people how to go from idea to iTunes and new, new and what in 30 days. We do it with our podcasting accelerator. You can check it out at live2grind.com forward slash podcasting if you're interested in doing that. But Again, you, you should do a podcast show. It, it's a way for you, even for yourself, to help you become a better speaker. It's a way for you to become a better writer. It's a way to build up an audience, and if you're in business, you need to build up an audience, your own tribe, audience, even if it's 50, a 100, 10,000, 100,000 people, build up your audience that believes in you, supports you, and willing to buy things from you when you offer them value. And then, again, you can connect with any influencer you want in the industry and be able to so-called pick their brain and learn from them and and be able to just become a person all around. And I thank the podcast, everything I've done with University Young Entrepreneurs and now with Keys to the Crowd and Business Adventures. Podcasting has totally supercharged my business and changed the way I look at things in my life. Check out podcasting. And if you're interested in checking out my show, just go to University of Young Entrepreneurs. Check it out. Go to and We have a twice-weekly show every Tuesday and Thursday where I share advice with you. And it's real. It's raw. I share it all. And I don't leave anything back. And for me, I don't even allow sponsorship because I say what the fuck I want. I cuss here and there. And sometimes I, I'm just talking about random things. But that's the beauty because I get so much ROI from just promoting my own things, but also just connecting with different people, and nothing can put a price on that. And no person could pay me any money to be able to take that away from me, for me to actually have that sponsor come in. And not to say that's not right, but that's just my way of podcasting to be able to make money and make it a lifestyle with not taking any sponsors that pay me. And just promoting my own things because I want to build my own audience. So please seriously think about starting a podcast show. Do it. Create your own podcast show. Launch it. Put it on iTunes. Message me. And heck, if I listen to it, I will give you a five-star review and help five star review and help you become new and noteworthy so you can take your business to a whole new level with the power of podcasting. Wow, two and a half years later, I've recorded over 400 podcast episodes i've learned way more since then i've uh, gained more experience my communication skills has become better i mean i still have my iowa accent or how i talk and sometimes the ways i say things aren't always how other people i guess talk and if you notice too sometimes i get really excited i speak really fast and these are all things as i was listening through this from two and a half years ago it just amazed me by how we change, how we look at things and communicate, but the core message of everything I was saying is is true to what I do today on all the different strategies. I mean, I use now a TV show as ways to build relationships and even do partnerships together, but our podcast show now is called, mine's called the Live to Grind podcast show, and I was doing, for a while there, three shows a week, went back down to two. Now I record when I feel like it. Maybe, uh, I, actually, it's been like a month since I recorded my last podcast show. But if you do want to listen to the show, you can go on iTunes, check out the Live to Grind podcast. It's now actually on Spotify as well, and it's at com forward slash podcast. So many great interviews, so many amazing people on the show. But I'm so thankful for my journey with podcasting it has helped me clear my thoughts my mind it has allowed me to become a better speaker it has allowed me to communicate with people in a whole new level i highly suggest even if you don't air it start recording your thoughts record them save them put them in a drive and then heck check them out a few years later i've done this so many different times and it's it's just so cool to see what how your your thoughts were at one time in your life and how they changed And just your viewpoints and it look, you look back on the things going on in your life, you know, the things that you want now may change your two, three years from now and how you think of things and how you do things. I remember in, in some of the things that I talk about, I share how you live to grind every fucking day, you put in the work, you always work. And I do believe always to work hard at what you do, and I am always <laughs> like living to grind. But I'm also making time for my loved ones. I'm also doing things that allow me to have my own time. I'm I'm working out too, and I'm meditating, and I'm not just working nonstop. We saw in the beginning where I talked about the corporate world, how that literally killed me. That did, almost killed me because that's that was all I did. There's a lot of misconceptions. People, when they hear the Live to Grind podcast, they they think that it's all just live to grind, live to grind, live to grind, work, work, work. No, I also believe to live to grind in terms of your personal life. Be the best at what you do in your personal life and your relationship life. Spend time, add value to your loved ones. And live life on your own terms. So if you haven't listened to the Love to Grind show, check it out. It's a great show. But again, everything changes. It's crazy how things have changed over my time span. I just look at how podcasting literally started my career. I'm going to talk about here coming up how... Young Anchbrook Convention, the event that I had started, it, it came about from my podcasting journey. And I talked about earlier in the crowdfunding career how I had one of my mentors that went with me to XPRIZE, Chris Hawker. Well, Chris Hawker was one of the early podcast show interviews I did, and Chris Hawker ended up going with me to XPRIZE, and now we're really good friends. So many people that I've met on my journey in podcasting and and doing my podcast tour where I built relationships. Another great example, when I did my trip to LA, I did a nine-day trip. I slept in my truck and a podcasting tour, and I went to Clint Arthur's Celebrity Launchpad. At that Celebrity Launchpad, I met a guy named named Daniel Hall, and Daniel— recently was a guy that made an introduction to me to a guy that is representing our tv show success in your city the power of connections you know that was a five years later literally five years later that happened or four years later it happened and you go into all these different events you build all these relationships and you do this through podcasting and attending events And you don't know when it's going to help you. It may not be in six months, 12 months, 18 months, but if you always look for the long game, if you look into what it can do for you long term, it will help you long term. I knew that early on, and that's why I went to every event I could. That's why I went all in on the podcast. I interviewed everybody. I built up connections and relationships, and those connections and relationships that I built then are the relationships, connections that I'm utilizing today to grow my other businesses, Think long-term. So many people think short-term. And the Mastery Journal, we had not launched that yet. The Mastery Journal went on to do 280,000. I know I was hoping for a million, but it went on to do 280,000. We filmed the promo video for that in Puerto Rico, and that was a lot of fun. We had so much fun filming that. And we released that. It raised 280,000, which is still amazing for a journal. Had two different journals. The Freedom Journal initial launch was $453,000 the second launch where we did the mastery journal 280,000 and it's went on to do way more now and that was because we had a great quality video we had a great plan in place and we raised the money so Podcast shows that I I suggest you check out. Uh, I really like Entrepreneur on Fire. I like Lewis Howes' podcast show. And I like the Tim Ferriss show. And then also, you can check out the Live to Grind show. If you are ever looking to do a podcast show, you're looking for support or guidance, and you would like some from me, you can uh, send me an email, Brandon at BrandonTAdams.com. As I end every podcast show, well, it goes like this. Go out there Create something great and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Bernie C. Adams. Have a great day, everyone.